yo, yo. Hey, welcome back to another episode of the Fantasy Podcast, JK Fantasy Podcast. Uh, we've got Thursday night football on the schedule for today, and it has been a rough day, Joey. It's been a long day at work. Dog, <laughs> dog, dog got hurt, had to take him to the vet. I was playing fetch with him. He jumped up to get it, and I just hear him, yep. Um, sure enough, he's got like a, a little back strain or hip strain. So, uh, oh, they, he's getting old. I know they they weren't satisfied with taking all my running backs off my roster. Now they've come for my family. Uh, my, <laughs> my poor little dogs on muscle relaxers, but I, they said he's going to be okay. So hey, those um, work for humans too. Just saying. <laughs> he's, he's about a third of my weight. So now who am I kidding? He's about a quarter of my weight. <laughs> <laughs> Um, no, man, actually, it sucks that you're having a, you had a rough day. I'm actually, I'm celebrating. I'm drinking a glass of whiskey right now. I'm, uh, officially in the platinum club at Smith and Associates. So that's what I'm talking about, man. Just wind down this day, talk a little bit of football and, and, uh, prepare for tomorrow. We got waivers went through and I got who I wanted. I wanted, uh, Eliza, Elijah Mitchell. I'm excited. Yeah, he, I mean, he, for him. I, you know, I looked, I spent. Seventy dollars. We have five hundred fab. That was that was fourteen percent. I'd do right. it again. I, I think uh, five hundred fab is we have so we have a lot of fab, and overall you didn't spend as much as like I feel like other people in other leagues would. I, I had one hundred and ninety, and I was like, no, I, I, that's too much. I mean, I don't know. Now going back and looking at it now, I mean, I've, re- I've read all these reports on him, and apparently he's the guy. He's I, fast. I have a hard time. He's fast. I have a hard time. It, man. I, I mean, there's there's this guy on Reddit. He put he broke it down and he like went in depth analysis. Something that we should be doing in this podcast, but we're gonna let it work <laughs> right now. But, but uh, we're just so busy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm really not. I'm just lazy. Uh, it's but okay no, to I mean, look like, at other people's opinions and and they, uh, decide. Yeah, down, you know, I'm that's on, a good stat. Sorry, go I ahead. Film on him. I mean, in like this. He might be the truth, dude. I mean, in college, this was like kind of the they ran the same kind of offense that they uh, they run in in, in uh, Where did San he Francisco. Come out of? Ugh, off the top of my head, I don't know. Just I want to in say college, you know, Wisconsin <laughs> is what I want to say, but I know that's not right. Um, that's okay. We want to embarrass yourself. He's our producer. He's supposed to have this information. He's working at APM. Uh, I can't show no, up for anything. I think you I think you got the guy which kind of upsets me and of course you have Trey Sermon as the backup already but in other leagues I went deep into the 49ers and I've got the Trey Sermons and of course I had Mostert everywhere and I did not get any Elijah Mitchell anywhere so we'll see how that works out for me. Uh, a lot of times I don't have faith in uh, coaching staffs. Uh, I, I know I, I never trusted the Cowboys to evaluate talent. They were using what was that name like Joseph Randall for for running back. Oh yeah. Um, they just they had better options and they just you know this is our guy because he's our guy and we're not going to look anywhere else I don't, I don't have that problem with shanahan he he it's, no it's that's his not system. his problem his problem if he's somebody is that, fast that he can trust he's he's going to play him yeah shanahan's problem isn't isn't the the talent that he has he available to him ta- he trusts the talent it's he not the talent it's not the draft pick the the plethora of a talent that he has. I mean, it, I, so. I would I would would you be shocked if Hasty ended up being the guy to take the lead, the the carries in this next game? No, <laughs> <laughs> no, but you but he'd be pissed, I'm sure, because it, um, it's not always it's his system. It it works. I know, and yeah. it really does. I don't know. I just trust that he's smart enough to know who the best back is. We had Arian Foster in Houston. He was undrafted, yeah. and and uh, you know yeah. sermon sermon was a high uh, draft cost for him but hopefully that doesn't matter and, and just the talent shines through so if you got yeah. eliza elijah mitchell strap in i yeah i mean buckle up i think uh, you get ready for that ride i think it's going to be a good one I'm, I'm a little disappointed myself for not getting any of them but we'll we see. uh we compromised our artistic our artistic integrity we we both knew we wanted max crosby but we weren't we weren't going to dare talk about it on the air I refuse to talk about IDP because <laughs> Look, we, already, we I knew what you needed. We had a conversation prior to the, the podcast, just kind of going over what we wanted to talk about, which I, I mean, as our listeners, I know it doesn't seem like we have structure, but we try. Okay. <laughs> We're trying here. <laughs> we just have no integrity. Um, but yeah. So we, we intentionally, he's uh, Kenny brought up the fact he's like, um, I, I can't bring, I don't want to talk defensive players. Cause I know you assholes are going to go and get these guys. 
And I knew for whatever reason, I don't know how, but I knew immediately he was talking about Max Crosby. So like later on after the podcast, I was like, nope, I'm, I did. They had a good pass rush. Uh, and that's all we'll say on the matter. And um, we'll move to the Ravens. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think uh, they had an okay pass rush. I wouldn't look too much into it. Two sacks, eight tackles. It's, you know, it's, it's good. Dude, he was in on every play. He was putting he was. pressure. I'm, I'm super excited for him. I mean, yeah. and ours, he's a running QB. He's hard to get to, which, yeah, I'm, I'm yeah. excited for Max Crosby. Yeah, I, I was going to uh, drop Sam Hubbard, so you would have got him, I guess. I don't know. He, he hasn't really been – like that first year he came onto the scene, he was – this is the new J.J. Watt, and he just doesn't get – he gets a lot of tackles. Uh, doesn't look like he gets home to the quarterback enough. Uh, I feel like – I know we're already going over our little – we have a schedule here put, put in place for us, for our producer, and we're already going over our time limit, so he's going he's gonna to yell at All us right, later. Let- Hold last on, touch, I do want to talk. Let's touch on the intro and then we'll move on. Go ahead. I did want to touch about, talk about this though. Uh, it, the thing about the IDP is it's it's a lot harder to just analyze the talent and understand that these specific players are going to come in and be 100% down players. I mean, that's what you look for in IDP. You're looking for the linebackers that are going to be on the field every play. single play, like Shaq play Thompson. And, yeah, I mean the the captains. I mean they're going to be out, out every. Shaq Thompson was an inside linebacker. He was out there one hundred percent of the plays. Number six. I did not have to look for him. I knew exactly where he was going to be every single play. There wasn't one time he came off the field, and he wasn't tech. He wasn't super involved in every tackle, um, but no linebacker is, and he still put up his his. Uh, I think it was a total of eleven total tackles. Maybe three or four of them were half tackles. Yeah, he lot. got one. He got one sack. Um, so he ended up putting a, a good stat line, man. I mean, he was a he was a good guy. But I mean, that's what like going into IDP today, which is something that we're going to touch on. These are some of the things that I don't we don't have the stats in front of us as far as 100 percent snap counts or even snap counts in general. So we're just going to kind of touch on the name and go over what their stat line was and kind of give our impression on who they've been in the past and what we think they're going to be in the future. Um, as, yeah. So we'll, we'll that's that's my little intro. Well, speaking of defense, um, the, the news that we have here, he, he showed us that uh, Demarcus Lawrence is questionable for the Cowboys' foot injury. Whenever I looked, he's out. Uh, yeah. So like he, he's having surgery, man. That's, he, he, wrote that's this before, <laughs> he wrote this before the news actually, like the, the rest of the news broke. But yeah, he, uh, I think he's a he's broken foot in practice. I mean, these preseason or these uh, pregame injuries in practice are kind of crazy right now. And uh, what do you Dallas think that is, means for the Cowboys' defense? It's, it's not good. Marcus Lawrence is. <laughs> well, I'll tell you what, it's not, Kenneth. <laughs> it's not it good. Sure, shit doesn't help them. <laughs> they that's that's a, that's a that's some that's, pa- that's your biggest pass rusher. Um, yeah, Micah Parsons. He, he, maybe he has a little bit of uh, speed pass rush to him, but I, I that hurts that hurts Ezekiel Elliott, man. That's that's just a, another ding to their their defense. They might be game scripted, like they I were. Got- I'm my heart I, it's hard to say this it's, my, it's, it's so hard. early it's so early well, it, it's hard to say this as a as a non-cowboy fan but like my heart kind of goes out to the cowboys a little bit because they cannot stay healthy man if it's not Dak injured then their offensive line is injured and if it's not the offensive line then their defense gets injured and late Leighton Vander Esch like Tony can't Roma stay healthy was injured I mean it's just and of course it's throughout the NFL but like for whatever reason it just seems more prevalent with the with the cowboys and there's always the Maybe it's just because usually I, the I, teams I, that make it to the Super Bowl are the ones with the fewest injuries. There's a lot of luck that goes into this game that that is just completely ignored. Yeah, I mean, so, so that, anyways, I mean, that's a... you got to. You can't. You can't just say, "Oh, I hope we get lucky this week." I mean, you do all the time, but <laughs> I, <laughs> it's my time. <laughs> Ty Hilton, it's his time. I, I deserve this. <laughs> uh, but yeah, yeah. So, that, that's I, the that's the biggest news that that uh, he brought to our attention. Um, Thursday night game, New York Giants and Washington football team. Um, um, let's I'm see, last for week, football, but not for this game. <laughs> yeah, ah, at least it's an I, NFC showdown rivalry match. Uh, yeah. Giants kind of had a typical Giants game last week against Denver. Uh, they lost, so that was about what was expected on my end. Um, Sterling Shepard, he looked good. He he had the uh, the best stat line on the team. If if you if you look at it. I always say Darius Slayton and Sterling Shepard, they're the same guy. Uh, I, I Sterling Shepard's been there what a, a, a year longer. Uh, he, he's someone who's reliable. I feel like you can, if you have him on your team, you can put him in the flex, and for the most part, he's not going to screw you. 
Yeah, I, I kind of agree with that. I mean, he's the, it's weird to say Sterling Shepard, we've been playing fantasy for a while, but it's weird to say Sterling Shepard is the veteran presence on that team, which, mm-hmm. uh, you know, I, I guess Kenny Galladay as well. They're both kind of like up there as far as like how many years they have Kenny, on there. Yeah, Kenny Galladay is, he's the more decorated of, of the group. His resume reads better. He, he has a bunch of touchdowns whenever he was in, well, what is this, his uh, fourth year? Yeah, I would think fourth, fourth contract yeah, fourth year for him. He's hurt. Yeah, um, but yeah, Sterling Shepard. He's re- he looked to be like the the go to guy. I kind of think it's a mirage. I mean, I can't imagine that Sterling Shepard is the one that's going to feast on all of. The- he had nine targets, uh, seven receptions for 113 yards and a touchdown. I I dude, there's just no way you can keep up that production, and especially with Danny Jones throwing to him. Man, like I just I, he he's until they get rid of Daniel Jones. This team is doomed. This, I mean, is, just, this is who they are. Why, why we, don't they reach out and, and see what they can get, what they would have to give up to get Deshaun Watson? Like, why, why did nobody talk about the New York Giants? I don't know, man. I, I don't think Deshaun Watson's going anywhere anytime soon until Not we can until get... until it's settled. Yeah. Right, yeah, until we, we can get a, a Lions King ransom for him, and he's, he's, he's staying with Lions us. King. Yeah, the King's ransom is what I meant. I, I was looking at Kenny Galladay thinking of him <laughs> as the Lions. Um, but yeah, I, I was thinking more along the lines of Cam Newton. Like he's out there. Why are you still playing Danny Jones? I think I'd rather have Daniel Jones. Oh, absolutely not. Danny Jones is the. I do. The, I think. Didn't Stewart just share this like crazy stat that Daniel Jones he has like <laughs> thirty three fumbles and forty fumbles? Oh my goodness! Something some ridiculous stat. That guy. That guy does have soap hands. All soap hands, Jones. It's ridiculous, man. This guy, he's just bad. I don't think he's good at football, man. And as I sit I mean, here in my football, he just run a mile like enemy. <laughs> you're judging. We're armchair quarterbacks, man. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, I just truly don't think he's got the goods. And I think, I mean, I'm, I think Cam Newton's washed, but I think he's better than Danny Jones. So uh, I don't know. Just that youth and, and athleticism. Or Cam, Cam Cam Newton's been just pounded into the turf over the years. I, I I don't think he he's got much left. Even though he does, he thinks he's more of a distraction if he's not the guy. So I know this is a this isn't on topic, or maybe it is if we just give it a minute. But like, did you re- read the stat line or the uh, the headline that Robert Griffin the third reached out to Washington saying like, "Hey, I'm available." <laughs> That'll solve all your problems <laughs> for about two plays. <laughs> <laughs> As his dreads go flinging to the <laughs> to the dirt. I don't know why. Oh, he bounced. bounced. He bounced. Yeah, it's not good. It'd be funny if they uh, if the Giants called him up, like, all right, you're gonna play your team, play against your team, just this one game. That's it. We're gonna do a one game contract. Wasn't he on the Ravens last year? And he played last year. Yeah, but you know, Washington. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. That'd be funny. I'd, I'd watch it. Um, but yeah, I mean, what it's, it's kind of hard. Kind of hard to like uh, give a whole lot of analysis in this because it's not I mean this is a fantasy football podcast so I mean like on this team who is it that you really want I know Kenny Galladay was drafted on a lot of teams but you weren't excited about having him Barkley is the only person on this team that you're even remotely rostering because of the talent even then let's talk about Barkley let's talk about Barkley read read that line no you read that line so 10 attempts 26 yards three targets one reception one yard Oh, for one. I know he was lim. I know he was limited. Um, last year, didn't he have like 15 attempts for like 18 yards, and then he got hurt. He had like a 30-yard reception, but um, honestly, I don't know. Jason Garrett thinks he has the Cowboys' offensive line, so he's just going to run it into the line until he breaks Barkley in half. Well, I mean, that's the that's been the the Giants' game plan since Barkley came on the scene is run <laughs> him into the ground. And he's been great, but he's he's dealing up. He's he's tackling on or uh, tacking on yeah, all first these season injuries. He was, yeah, yeah. I mean, he's tacking he's, on all these injuries. Injured for two body, years, yeah. taking a toll. And I, I don't know, man. It's kind of so. This is pure pure speculation. So we're going to go down the rabbit hole a little bit on this, but I'm scrolling through Reddit on fantasy, our fantasy football, and obviously there is zero truth behind this. Who knows what's going on? But I did come across a Sounds post like good that, analysis there, Joey. Let's uh let's dive right into that. Oh, let's go deep into this. Um, <laughs> but yeah, this guy on Reddit comes along and he says, hey, I hate making these posts. I hate reading these posts. I know how it sounds. I know what it looks like. But I do have a friend that works with the, the Giants organization. And yes, Barkley has been dealing with injury and they're trying to not injure him because they're shopping him around. 
So if you can go out and get Barkley on the cheap, go and add him. And obviously, like tank job, huh? One of those situations. Oh, they are full tank mode, dude. What else? I mean, they have nothing. There's nothing over there. But if Barkley goes on, offense should be good if they could figure out. They need a QB. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I just if that ends up happening, that'd be kind of crazy that it posted on Reddit first. But then second, it would be kind of crazy if uh, to see Barkley on another offense, just to see him be fully unleashed. And it would kind of explain. It would kind of. I mean, obviously, he's coming off an injury, so you don't want to ruin your your bell cow and your literally your prize hog. But it would kind of explain why they're limiting him and why they're they're just kind of trotting him out there. You know, I mean, they don't want to. If they want to get a maximum return on them, so don't injure the guy. They just send him to the Browns. Just yeah, because they need another rush for like four hundred and fifty yards a game. I don't know. It'd be. I'd be interested to see if that that happening would be kind of cool. Um, but outside yeah. of okay, so Barkley, you know, I mean, obviously he's injured. He's questionable for this upcoming match. I just got a, a sleeper update. I don't think said, he's going to play. Yeah, he said that he's or questionable. He's going to be very limited. I think if so he that's, does, that's good. it said that it's unlikely that we see Barkley unleashed in this game. So I mean, I, I guess that's coach speak good for, for me. yeah, he's going to get the same stat line. I'm playing um, against yeah, him this week, so you touched on Sterling. He was, I mean, I guess he's the guy to own. Kenny Galladay is also there. If I had to guess, if I'm taking a shot on any of these two, I'm going to, I'm going to take it on Kenny Galladay. Like if you're in a deep league yeah, and, yeah, I think and so you, have, you have to roster one of these players, you have to throw him in, in the lineup. I mean, Kenny Galladay is the guy I'm starting. I didn't bid on Sterling Shepard. He was the, I didn't get him in any of my leagues. We have one league where it's super deep benches and I, I got him. I got him I, in that league. Oh, you did? Yeah. I didn't I see that. In, in the 10 man league. Yeah. Okay. In, in our 12 man, man, the, uh, the waivers, like we always talk about, or the uh, free agent pool is, is slim picking. So a lot of the stuff, we get a little bit skewed where we don't talk about guys that are available because they're not going to be available in our league. Um, so, it, you know, we, we, we just have to keep that in mind. But, yeah, I, I think better about it. I mean, is, is it possible that you see Kenny Galladay drop to waivers in, in anybody's league yet in, in a 10-man where they're, they're wanting to pick up uh, the new hotness for the week? Possible, sure, but if he does, I'm picking him up. You know what I mean? Like, I'll take yeah, that. I am too. Keep an eye out there. there. Might might be someone who's a little upset. Like, oh, he used to be good. Get get him out of here, and they, I, they, they I, drop him. So just keep an eye on that on the on, on your uh, shower leagues. The problem you know, is, is that like I would have him on the bench. But are you ever going to oh. feel confident throwing him in the uh, throwing him in the lineup? Like, I'm never going to. I'd want to. I'd want to see it unless I have better options. So if you have a better option at flex, then you, you go for it. But. Uh, we, we we didn't mention that uh, Evan Ingram he he's hurt so that's oh that's a good some point of these targets yeah some of these targets are being added to to these wide receivers so and I'm sure that that Danny Jones too I mean not that you're going to start Daniel Jones but having Evan Ingram as a, sa- a safety blanket to check down to that's going to be huge you know I mean like you won't have Barkley you won't need Barkley to to carry the load so much when that with Evan Ingram in there because he is he is a talented tight end I remember the first season you got him he and is. it was uh yeah. it was frustrating was to like, say the least. <laughs> Yeah. Well, uh, yeah, I mean, just don't don't write off the Giants entirely. Keep an eye on them. Um, I mean, garbage time be... points are equivalent yeah, to they're... the real time points. So. That's right. So take a uh, look but... at their defense. Yeah. Uh, let's see. We have, we have things split up by defensive lines. So uh, Austin Johnson, um, these are their, their stat leaders on the that is a... line. So Austin Johnson's a nose tackle, one sack two solo tackles and three assists, um, five points. Uh, Leonard Williams, one, one solo tackle. Wait, no, I'm sorry. Eight. He has this written weird. Eight points for Austin Johnson. I, I see uh, the Leonard mistake. I, I see how you did that. Yeah. But, yeah, it's, it's 8.1 points for him. And then uh, Leonard Williams comes in with five points with one solo tackle and two assists. So this I don't know if this is off our scoring system or what, because that should be three points. And we've just refused to change our scoring system where a half tackle counts for a I tackle and out, a half. We figured out what it is, even though I think we're going to make the move. For, we're going to ch- jump ship from ESPN to go to sleeper next season. I finally figured out how to change it. We have it set up for total tackles. And we just like seeing the big numbers, too. Yeah, we like seeing those big numbers. So it's it doesn't really change a whole lot. It makes... Um, but it does. So. I think it does bear fruit to to mention that our 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 IDP leagues. So uh, different IDP leagues are set up different ways. I've played in one where you we roster a full defense with one defense or two defensive tackles, two defensive ends, two cornerbacks, two safeties, three linebackers, and then in our league it's just two defensive ends, two uh, defensive backs, and two linebackers. 
So that's how we're going to kind of uh, break it down. And of course, everybody's scoring settings are a little bit different, but really what you want to pay attention to are the, the solo tackles, the amount of tackles. Um, sacks. Sacks, yeah. I mean, the, and the ball hop. For me, most importantly, are the uh, the snap counts, you know, how often they're on the field. Of course, I mentioned that earlier, but um, yeah. Yeah, these these defensive linemen, they're nobody that you're, you're really wanting to pay attention to. I, I think maybe defensive end four or five, you know, in, in a 12-team league, you're not rostering them, at least not in our format. Yeah, we got uh, Blake Martinez is the inside linebacker, middle linebacker. Th- it, if that's why I'm kind of confused on how he did the scoring because he gave Blake Martinez eight and a half points. That's got to be like his all-time worst game. That's that's usually the first linebacker off the board, top top three, anyways. Um, I I'm gonna be honest, I didn't really I didn't watch this game, so yeah, I mean they're playing, it... playing Denver. Um, I, I just don't think there's a whole lot of excitement going on in that game. It's the same for me. I mean, like I I did watch the game, no but fan. I did I didn't pay attention. It's not like we didn't. I didn't break it down. I mean, I I need to get the NFL ticket so we can go back and actually watch all these games, and I can yeah. pay attention to specific players that are like, hey, this is a guy that was out there. He his presence was felt. You know, like a Max Crosby or something. That's like that. that's how you find. That's how I find my defensive players. You watch them, and every time you see number forty five climbing off the pile, right? Okay, he might not but, have got that tackle, but you notice like Marlon Humphreys. He's a cornerback. He got nine tackles. That's that's a lot of tackles for a cornerback. If you have corners in your lead, look at uh, 44 on uh, the Ravens. Marlon Humphrey. Yeah. He's, I, dude, he's, he's rostered everywhere. Pick Mar- he's, yeah. he's drafted. He's rostered everywhere. Okay. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, uh, Blake Martinez, he's, he's got the popular name, man. I think him move, making the move to the Giants kind of hurt his stock a little bit. Um, he moved but the last I know that well. That's what mm. I mean. Even last year, he wasn't. Mm. I don't. He was Blake Martinez of the of Green Bay. You know, mm-hmm. yeah, he wasn't. Yeah. He was. His presence wasn't felt nearly as much in the fantasy world. But I, don't get me wrong. I think he's a. The talent is absolutely there, and he's. He's going to put up tackles, and I, I wish I had the, the amount of snaps that he saw because I know that. When he was in Green Bay, he was at a hundred percent snap count. So I mean, I would imagine it's the same in, in the Giants. But I need to get better about watching these guys and seeing. Uh, but the name is there, and honestly, like eight and a half points from your linebacker, it's not top tier, but I'm, it's not you're not losing a week because of your linebacker at that point, you know? Yeah, uh, they they wasn't Logan Ryan on the Titans? Uh, yeah, I feel like man, they they invest on on these like top end defensive players, and and they just never have like that shutdown defense that you need to keep up with their shutdown offense. I think they're poorly coached, man. I mean, Giants just, yeah. I don't know. Since since Eli, man, they, they put a curse on him. Eli Eli did some voodoo, and when he left, that was it. Yeah. Yep. Uh, but yeah, I, I mean, I don't have any stocks in any any uh, Giants defensive players. Mm-mm. Logan Ryan's a name that you should pay attention to. He's he's big playability. I don't know if he's the consistent. Oh, yeah. Not the consistent Fourth every fumble, tackle fumble recovery. Yeah. Not going to get you hit, uh, solo tackles. The 10 tackles a game, but I mean, like, even in this game, like you just said, one forced fumble, one fumble recovery, one QB hit. Yeah, um, eight tackles. <laughs> yeah. Solo. As I just eight said, he's eight. not going to get you the 10 tackles. Yeah. I mean, like, eight solo, two assists. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. Drake, James Bradbury, too, man. When he was at the, um, oh, goodness, it's going to escape me. Panthers last year. Was it Panthers? Yeah. 85% sure Panthers last year. He was, <laughs> dude, really, really freaking good. Uh, he was somebody that I kept an eye on on my watch list. I just had uh, good defensive backs that I didn't didn't make the transition to. Him. Would you drop Jabril Peppers? He was like one of the top guys last year. Yeah. yeah dude's washed. Three tackles? Okay. Dude, dude's washed. <laughs> he might be. Who knows? All right. Let's move on and uh, spend some time on Washington football team. Uh Pour one out for your old homie. Yeah, poor, he's done. Poor, poor Fitz Magic. I mean, I don't think he's done for the season, but it's it's apparently one of those injuries that it's done for your fantasy season. Like you're not gonna, well, you're not Tua, gonna. Tua had the same injury, from what I understand, and and like he yeah, hurt his draft stock severely. I mean, you're not coming back from it. You're not gonna roster him and hope that he comes back. And no, no, not yeah. unless you're in a two QB or sixteen quarterback league, sixteen right. team league, something like that. I, I mean, that would be my. Antonio Gibson takes a hit. I mean, Scary Terry takes a hit. Um, I mean, all of the, this whole offense kind of takes. I mean, not uh, that he's not going to see his games, but I mean, the the move from uh, what's his name, the new QB? I mean, no, 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 
Heineke, that's right. I was going to say Heineke. Heineke coming in. I mean, like, it's not, I, I honestly, I haven't watched a whole lot of Heineke, so I can't really say, but I mean, I, I have to imagine that Fitzmagic is, is the, the better QB. If anything, Heineke didn't yeah, get the first I mean, round reps in preseason. He didn't yeah. get the practice with the first round, the first string. So, I mean, like, this is like, you're basically starting you know to what score. what that says to me? He's going to be dumping it off to uh, Antonio Gibson, who's got pass catching, good pass catching ability. Um, yeah. Five targets, three receptions, only 18 yards, but. Their defense is going to keep them in a lot of games, so I mean it does. Oh, yeah. It does help. That's whenever you have a good, good ground game. I already picked them to be the the winners, and and now I have to go back on it. But they, don't write off when your team plays the Washington football team. It's going to be a close game. Yeah, yeah. I don't think anybody's saying that. It's don't like play anybody on your fantasy team against them either. Or, or at least they, just, or at least just be hesitant on like what your your expectations. Yeah. Yeah. For your expectations. Um, yeah, Antonio Gibson, I mean, he put up a, a decent stat line, but at those two fumbles, you, you worry about that. He got the five targets, which helps you in a PPR league. Uh, 90 yards on 20 attempts. Like, that's that's pretty Solid. crazy. <laughs> Solid. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's that's bell cow status, baby. That's like, yeah. I want all of that. Obviously, I'm not I'm not going out looking for Antonio Gibson, but yeah, that's, that's big time. But and the two I, I did not think I was going to have trouble getting him on my team in the draft. I picked at 11. So I was like, all right, man, getting Eckler, Antonio Gibson. I was thinking about Najee Harris, but I thought Gibson was going to take a big step forward. And so far, 20, 20 carries, 20 attempts. That's what I was looking for, man. Yeah. I lost out. Javi has him. <laughs> <laughs> um, scary Terry, man. Terry McLaurin, he's... I, I I love to watch this guy play. I mean, watch. I, I didn't catch the whole game, but the few plays that I did get to watch, him, there was one play in, in general where he kind of like did this crazy spin move to catch the ball, brought it down over, like he climbed up one of the cornerbacks to get up there and catch it. I mean, it was just he's going to be somebody that we talk about for a long time in in football as long as he stays healthy. I mean, uh, he's he's really good. He's talented. Um, but yeah, I mean, Diami Brown too is another name that I know is like on the waiver wire, or at least on the watch list of people. Uh, he's one of those guys that I think you pay attention to. Obviously, with the QB uh, QB going down, you, I don't know. Just pay attention to it. Diami Brown, he's one of those guys that you want to look at. In this game, he had four targets for one reception. Didn't do a whole lot, but I know that he's he's looking negative two yards. You keep an eye on that guy. I mean, seriously, like I'm not saying he's good. I didn't say he's he's a whirlwind. <laughs> keep an eye on him though. <laughs> Just pay attention, all right. I mean, like, well, like, not much to, to add either. I want to talk about. You're, I feel like Kenny, you you focus on tight ends a lot more than I do. I've always I kind of focus been one on of tight ends. I love tight ends. You, you do. I, I mean, I I've I've never really been that guy. I mean, for the most part, I feel like I, I draft one pretty early. I had Kelsey last season, and I've always had like an early round pick, so I don't have to worry about it. And so I just kind of feel like I'm I'm blind in that area. But you know, so Logan Thomas, go in on him. Well, yeah, that's funny you say that because I, I picked up Darren Waller before the season where he had his breakout. I had uh, Evan Ingram his season before his breakout. I, I'm hoping Hawkinson, this is his like absolutely breakout season where he becomes, you know, talked about with Waller and Kittle. Mm-hmm. Uh, Logan Thomas, you know, everybody's high on him. I, I guess he finished strong last year, but, uh, you know, he, not, he, not he wasn't drafted super high. I was excited to see him with Fitzpatrick, but I, I, I really don't have a whole lot to say. Uh, I don't have a whole lot to say because he hasn't really been it was like an auto start. See, I'm guy. so I, I, I still got to watch him before I have my opinions formed. I'm still I'm kind of in the opposite boat. I mean, just because new quarterback right. coming into the system, I don't like him. I don't know much about oh, him. Oh yeah, but as far as new quarterbacks coming into the system, I mean, what's more safe than handing it off to your running back or checking down to your tight end. That is like any rookie quarterback's rookie strategy or, you know, just strategy. The biggest just guy, throw it to the biggest guy on the field. Yeah. And Logan Thomas, Thomas is that guy. I mean, like you wanted to see more in this game. He did get the touchdown. So he saved his stat line, but yeah. three targets, yeah. three, three, three targets, three receptions, 30 yards, one touchdown. So, I mean, I think, I think he's going to be, uh, he's going to finish as a uh, top seven, I bet. So yeah, I mean, solid, solid tight end. Okay. Um, we can move on to the defense over here. This is actually some a defense I did want to talk oh. about. They, oh, yeah. There's a there's a lot of there's a lot to 
Montez Sweat, I got him in one league. Yeah. Brian got him in our league, our 12-man, our my main league. And yeah. it really hurt me. I mean, I punted defense in that league because I'm trying to test the theory that you can punt defense and always find um, gold. I do, on the, I do it almost every year. You can find gold on the wire. And it, week one, it did not work out well for me. <laughs> I mean, my linebackers <laughs> came through. I, I, found, I found gold on the linebackers. I've always been kind of tuned into the linebackers. I know a little bit more about them. Defensive ends, I went with J.J. Watt and Cam Jordan. Got me a combined two and a half points, so that was uh, not good. D line uh, just but, gets so thin so quick on oh, in, in drafts. Quick, but yeah, Montez Sweat, dude, he's he's got the green sticker. He's one of the he's one of the uh, captains out there, along with um, Chase Young. Those two combined, I mean, they are going to pressure the quarterback. They are there to stop the run, and I. I kind of think they did a good job of it last week. I mean, like Montez Sweat, one sack, one forced fumble, QB hit. Yeah. He had two solo tackles. I mean, he had a good stat line, but he, it wasn't like the consistent tackles that you hope to see, but it's still you weren't upset with it. Um, and then Chase Young, I mean, you know, he's a, he's a, new, name or not, yeah, say a new name to the, the NFL where he's – he looks good, man. I mean, he's – He's the first overall pick, and he's, he's living up to it. Yeah, I think he's, he's definitely going <laughs> to – he, he sure shit doesn't hurt that defense, but he, he makes them look really good. And then, of course, like yeah. they're linebackers, too. I mean, we'll, we'll, he, he can't right, get we'll, a sack every game. He didn't get one this game, but. He, right. He the the stat play. line doesn't help the story, I think. When yeah. it's, it's sort of that situation with, like, I'm going to reference the Texans because I've watched their football for a lot longer. But when you had J.J. Watt and Jadavion Clowney, um, Clowney had the bigger stat lines, but it was J.J. Watt that they were double-teaming the entire time. And, yeah, so, sometimes and, they double up on the on the bigger threat, and, and that leaves the other side a little bit more, more vulnerable. So Chase and, Young uh, getting yeah. double Sweat and Young, man, a pretty good one-two punch. Mm-hmm. Uh, you want to talk about the linebackers a little bit? Not really. Uh, no, I, I actually I'm, – I'm looking at this Cole Holcomb guy. I, I think back to – uh, who who was that guy that you and I used to fight over? Um, he ended up being like a top five, top three guy that one year. Uh, Will he, he was on uh, back Compton. whenever they were the red team. Will Compton, yeah. yeah. Uh, just a little bit of reminiscence seeing seeing this guy. Maybe he'll be like a I don't know, keep keep an eye on him. He, I, I don't recognize the name. Um, you know, as we get as we get further into doing these podcasts, we're going to start learning college a little better and, and uh, hopefully work slows down. So we have a little bit more time to dive into this stuff, but you guys know how it is. Well, you'll grow All with right. us as much as the more we learn, the more we're going to share. We're not going to keep any of this information hidden between us. So yeah, we're going to share it with you guys. But I mean, I do <laughs> feel like we know, Wink. we know, a, <laughs> we know, a, we know a decent amount of ha- having played IDP for as long as we have. It's just that we play in a 12-man, and again, this, our, our roster format is that we only have two linebackers. I mean, like, I played one league where I had three linebackers, so maybe that's why I know a little bit more about the position. But I, uh, did, a, I did that segment on our first one. It was, like, numbers only. I think it's much easier to do that on defense. If you're, if you're halfway through the season, you say, hey, this guy gets 10 tackles a game. You can add him in there. He's going to be a top-five linebacker. If somebody has 10 tackles every game, you're going to be happy with the number ten in that in that column. So you can you can just look at the numbers, and that's how you learn these new players like uh, like and Cole that's, Holcomb. That's kind of like adding to my point is that I think mm-hmm. in, in yeah. serious IDP leagues is it, these, these guys that we have on our waiver wires that are just, or our free agency pool <clears throat> that are out there they're not out there for most of these leagues. Like I know other leagues that play. I mean, you're rostering mm-hmm. full defense. You have twenty team benches or twenty player benches where you're you're rostering you know another ten IDP players. So their their waiver yeah. wires are, or free agency pools are going to be a lot thinner. But for us, yeah, we can go out and grab a Cole Holcomb or a John Bostic, and and it's no big deal. And they're like, "What? You have those guys available to you? No, we drafted <laughs> those guys." Yeah. Uh, I mean, obviously, our our format does change things. So I think we need to get better about uh, registering. Like in a in a vacuum, you have all of the linebackers. So John Bostic in a vacuum, where where is he rank? And I would say like a linebacker three, linebacker four. You know, what I mean, like we only roster two. So obviously he, he's not anybody that's mm-hmm. going to be like in our starting lineup, but yeah, mm-hmm. I mean he's not bad, not far off, uh, not far off. Yeah, Holcomb, I think that he would be somebody that I would consider rostering, especially keep uh, an eye on him for sure. Yeah, on defense like they're 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 a threat, man. Their defense is going to well, be out there. That's the probling. problem with that's the problem with uh, 
players on really good defenses too is they they're not out on the field as much. They get more three and outs. If they're a good defense, they can you know they have the pass rush that's get to the quarterback. Where you look at a defense like the Cowboys, where they can't stop a nosebleed, or at least last year they couldn't. Right. Right. So you know their their linebackers are out there sweating, but they're you know they're out there for four four different first downs. So you know it is matchup. It's matchup three times as too. many plays on a drive. Yeah. So like I would imagine yeah. like if if I'm gonna I'm gonna call my shot and then we can come back and review it just to give myself an idea of like where I where I'm at with uh with my you know IDP knowledge. We're, they're going up against the Giants. I'm imagining several three and outs. Um, there's going to be several opportunities for interceptions and sacks. Um, <laughs> and fumbles, forced fumbles. Oh, oh, guaranteed fumbles. Are you kidding me? So, so yeah, they, these guys are somebody that you want to pick up. I mean, it is matchup dependent as well in certain situations. You're saying that there's going to be you know fewer opportunities because they're shutting offenses down. But I think there's more opportunity for big plays. And these are the mm-hmm. kinds of guys like your Chase Youngs and Montez Sweats are going to be big plays in this game and uh, John Boss and Cole Holcomb, they're going to come out there and they're going to, they're going to show off their stuff. I mean, cause like it is going to be uh, Daniel Jones is going to be dunking off these balls to the tight end more often, or he's going to be trying to get Saquon involved more often or whatever running back they're using at that time. Uh, they, they can't air it out every single time where the DBs are, are, you know, making every single play. So I think, it is like just I'm calling my shot now. I think that these these two linebackers, John Bossick and Cole Holcomb, at least eight to ten points. You know, at least that's I'm calling my shot now. Both of them. Okay, Here, here's here's the shot that I'm going to call. Uh, since you brought that up, it made me just kind of get to thinking. Uh, the defensive line guys, Sweat and Young, they're probably going to get them some some forced fumbles. Uh, you know, a strap a strip sack, forced fumble. That's 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 like nine points. Uh, you, you get five for the sack. You get two for the fumble, two for the fumble recovery. As Daniel Jones has that written all over him, so I'm going to call the uh, the the offense. Oh, no, I'm sorry, the defensive line is going to be something to keep an eye on for this matchup. That's something I never really thought about is is uh, what quarterbacks they're playing. You know, I always just think like, well, you know, I'm I, I, you got to play Chandler Jones. You got five sacks. Doesn't matter who he's playing against. If it's the the best offensive line, you might maybe you do pivot to someone like. Uh, well, it, you know, it just depends on who's available. But if you're, if you're playing someone with a weak offensive line, uh, Jacksonville or, or something like that, where they have a young quarterback that might hold it a little bit longer, you might be able to find some some uh, some gold in there just to play for that one game. Yeah, uh, maybe absolutely. same thing with the defensive backs. They might be if you got a ball hawk, Minka Fitzpatrick, somebody yeah. somebody young is playing against the Steelers. He is available in our league. Believe Dude, it or not, Stephen. I was going to say it's Stephen added him and then dropped him, but. I've he looked at him points. a long time, dude, because Mika Fitzpatrick has that big playability, and his big IDP uh, downside is that he never really had the the consistent tackles. tackles. Mm-hmm. Dude, he looked – I watched him. I watched him in that game. He looked good. He was one of those people that was kind of like, oh, he's in another tackle. Oh, he's climbing off another pile. Oh, he didn't get that <laughs> half uh, that half tackle, but he was there. I mean, the he, magic only uh, happens when he's on Steven's team. So <laughs> I, I, I want to see you fall prey to the same thing that's happened to me. It's like, oh, no, this guy up. Oh, okay, two points. Wonderful. Can't do it. <laughs> Especially because he's Steven's person. So like, at that point, I'm just kind of like biased. Like I can't touch him. Can't well, at least run Steven. the price up on him. Yeah. Even when I'm right, he's right if I win with him on my team. So I can't have that happen. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but yes. All right. So, I mean, like, I, I, like I said, I, what do you or call your shot on the, on who you think is going to win the game? Like, if you want to pick like a, a score. Give me the Washington football team. And I will guess they're going to win 19 to 13. I haven't checked this. So I'm actually going to do it while we're talking. Uh, I, I yeah. I mean, I, look- Nothing super high scoring. It's probably going to be a boring game to watch. I'm going to check it right now, but I wanted to see what the over-under is and see how close you are on it. <laughs> um, where did you end up saying it was going to be? Uh, 19 to 13, Washington. 19 to 13. All right, all right. I don't see a whole lot of points being scored. <laughs> All right. Well, I'm having. We need Stephen for this. I'm having issues finding it on a reliable site. He's in here. Yeah. Oh, Stephen. What's up, man? Oh, okay. Maybe cool. he's not. <laughs> cool. Good talk. Um, 
I, I got Washington football team too. I mean, I think I'm thinking they're going to win by uh, at least 10 points. So I'm, I'm going, I don't know, let's say 20 to 20 to 13, maybe, maybe 2010. Oh yeah. That's a, that's a real bold, bold choice there. I mean, what do you want me to say? Like, this is, it's a, <laughs> I feel like We're writing it down next time. <laughs> Piece of crap. Wait, did you say the same score? I said 19 to, to 13. Oh, well. Real, real hot sports opinion coming from Joey. Yeah. Well, I was looking it up, so I'm sorry I didn't pay attention to you. Your That's opinion okay, means buddy. nothing to me anyway. That's okay, buddy. That means you came up to it all on your own. I'm, I'm, I'm sure. <laughs> all right, man. We're going to talk about the upcoming games now and some of the players that we're excited about seeing and, uh, you know, like who who we got, who we're calling our shots on, I guess, and who you're throwing in your lineups. Um, so first matchup that we have coming up, uh, we have on the list is Pats and Jets. Hey, uh, I got, I got one Matt? stat here for you guys. Oh, that's right. Special oh, stat from Steven. There it's, uh, he is. Yeah. Oh, can what you hear up, me now? Man? Thank yep. you. Okay, great. Hey, uh, so yeah, special stat uh, <laughs> oh, coming okay, in then. from uh, two years ago. Uh, Troy Apke, uh, <laughs> last week. Uh, Go ahead. I don't, know, I don't know if he was hurt or not, but uh, he came up with zero points. Man, did nothing on the field. So, color uh, me shocked. <laughs> this is a no, this is a, this is a real big event, though. This is a uh, this is a, a player that we like, all three of us, and I think most of the people in our league actually actually love oh. Troy Apke. Multiple uh, trades have been sent for that. Multiple guy. trades have been sent for him. Uh, I he's think a, he's a, he should be available in hundred percent of leagues. Every league should have him. <laughs> so if you can go get him, rush out there to get him. We've got 11 fans, and they're all from our league, and I'm the only one that's not a fan. I drafted that mother. <laughs> you're the only one that's ever had him on your team. I don't understand. I don't understand why your teams never make playoffs. I think why you're when, give when I'm in the league here. this year, I'm wearing a Troy Apke jersey and wearing it to the draft next year. Joey's like the uh, Matthew Barry of our podcast, just perennially wrong. Confidently incorrect. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, all right, okay. so like I said, that's okay. It can help steer you guys away on on his hot takes and stuff. So, Jats and Pets, yeah, or Pets, yeah. Ja. So yeah, Ja, Jats and Pets. Damn it, Jets. Who <laughs> <laughs> say it? I'm done. Ar, ar, ar. <laughs> so Pat versus Jets. I I, I want to hear your thoughts first. Who do you think is winning the game? Oh, Pats. Jets just don't have it yet, man. I like, okay, so I, I, I like I like Zach Wilson. I, I mean, I have uh, uh, Corey Davis on my team, and I took him out of the flex to put in Elijah Mitchell. I'm not spending all that money to not play him. And Pat's Pat's have a decent defense. If he does it again, puts up another twenty spot, I'm going to look like an idiot. <laughs> um, I'm actually going Jets on this one, man. I, I don't really know why. Bold don't, man. Don't know why. I honestly cannot give you any statistical analysis on this, but I just have that you're feeling that your plums. Yeah, I am, and I think that there's. It's really. It might be a pride thing, with just uh, with Bill Belichick. Everybody keeps throwing out this stat that he. Oh, has, but it's Bill Belichick. Yeah. He's only lost like to rookie quarterback six times in the last like forty six games or something like that. It's something. It's some crazy stat. Obviously, I just uh, cherry pick those stat uh, those numbers, but. It's it's some ridiculous stat, and then everybody's like, "Oh, you, okay. you got to pick the pads. He's never going to lose." I don't know why. I'm I'm planting my flag on this one. I think the Jets is going to take it, and uh, the Jets' defense didn't look bad. I mean, I don't know. There's not really a whole lot of good. I, I want to say they didn't look bad, but they did. They didn't look great, but they they have a rookie quarterback. It's a young squad. I think that they have a lot to prove, and this is kind of one of those games where they can come out and be. It's a divisional game. I mean, mm-hmm. so like. Come out and kind of do do their thing. I don't, I don't know why. I'm just it's one of those feelings I have, and I'm. <laughs> I, I don't want anything to do with uh, with anyone but uh, Corey Davis, running back room. Don't want anything to do with it. Yeah, I, ha- I have them because I I kind of ran out of options in, in one league. I picked up a bunch of a bunch of running backs that I did not want to, but I had to. We'll talk. We'll talk about Corey Davis because I think he. I think you're right. I mean, Corey Elijah Davis. Wolf. He's just been hyper targeted all 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 uh, preseason. He finally, finally had his day in the sun, or I guess his season in the sun last year with uh, Tannehill, and uh, it looks like he's he's continued to either get better or, or he just has a rookie quarterback that really trusts him. And Stephen, you know that's his go-to. So, 
Steven, this can't <laughs> this this can't be right, dude. We're looking at this our, our doc right now, and uh, Corey Davis seven targets, five receptions, nine yards, two TDs. Uh, sure, that's not ninety or something like that. Yeah, let me double I mean, check. I, I don't think he had. I don't think he had two touchdowns. Uh, 90, 97. I'm, I apologize. I know. Yeah. I was gonna say. I know he did have two TDs. I know that for a fact. Good, but I was Lord. gonna say nine yards. Just I guess that. Yeah, I guess that explains why he had twenty <laughs> points. No way. <laughs> um. But yeah, I mean, so like Corey Davis, I think you're right. I think he is, he's got, he's always been the perennial, like a uh, second wide receiver, the second look in, uh, in Tennessee, right? He's not, he, and, he was never even good. He, what did he come from the Browns and uh, wasn't he on like the Patriots or is that uh, a different Corey I'm thinking of? But he, he was just never good. And he finally found like second life with, with um, uh, the Titans last year. And then he scored himself a, a contract and, and, and he, he looked good game one. Uh, it's a young squad. The, the pre- yeah, they, they have uh, Jameson Crowder. He's hurt. Uh, PPR mm-hmm. machine, man. That guy. I mean, he, there, there were several times he had like 15 catches last year. Uh, Elijah okay. Moore had a bunch of bunch of preseason hype, but hype didn't didn't do anything. So keep an eye on him if you're if you're in yeah. a super deep league, need to hold him. But excuse me. Right he's somebody that I want. That's what you're supposed to do whenever you're doing a podcast: burp in the mic or eat. Uh, That's a sign of a pro tip. Real. Yeah, yeah, pro tip right there. <laughs> Professional. Um, I watched Elijah Moore in a lot of the preseason, or I say that, but I actually watched like highlights of Elijah Moore in preseason. Dude's got hands, and he's got he's got skills. I think he's somebody that we're going to talk about maybe later on in the season, but probably next season. Um, yeah, uh, a lot of times these guys break break out like pretty late, like after everybody's dropped them, and and you know last last few games something like that. But we'll we'll, we'll see. Maybe maybe yeah. he'll have an earlier breakout. Man, I think with with uh, with Zach Wilson to the center, I think if if he, I mean he, dude, Zach Wilson actually did look composed last uh, last week. He did. I mean he getting he a lot of praise from Tony Romo. He didn't. I don't. He didn't light the world on fire, and I don't think he has the skill set to come out here and be like the next Tom Brady, Pat Mahomes, like that. But Only he's not going to leave. Maybe, maybe he's like the future. What. I don't know what a good comparison to be would be. Uh, I'm not even going to try and make a comparison yet. It's still too soon, but I don't think he's going to lose you any games for the Jets, not for fantasy. He's not going to lose you any games for the Jets. And uh, it's going to be, you know, like what does our defense do? And I don't know, like I said, and maybe it's just that, that feeling I have. I think Jets are going to take this. Um, all right. You want to. Did y'all, talk... did y'all not want to talk, touch on uh, Tevin Coleman for a bit coming from no. San Francisco, you know, Lord, tore it up a couple of years back and everything. And now he's, uh, not doing much now. No, you, you talk about him, Stephen. Uh, well, yeah, wasn't, that, mean, wasn't that fun? Yeah, he didn't do much. <laughs> well, I mean, no, I mean <laughs> the reason we say that is because Stephen traded Tevin Coleman for the what's his name Williams for the back, the backup behind DeAndre Swift, and he acts like, oh yeah, I don't see why that's a big deal. That's, uh, oh you know, no, really? So I did do that. Yeah, that is absolutely one hundred percent true. <laughs> uh, but no, I know, I no. I'm trying to be objective here, right? Because uh, we're trying to provide information. But no, Kevin Coleman. I think it's. Uh, I think it really is a real shame, though, that the, the Jets have a valuable running back in Kevin Coleman, who you know we saw just a couple of years ago in San Francisco run just all over the competition. You, you missed the uh, start of our podcast, though. We talked about uh, how every San Francisco running back under Shanahan has done the exact same thing. It's not. It's not Kevin Coleman. Oh no, no! I mean, no, but sure. He, I mean, but he was given he was given opportunity, never stayed healthy in in uh, Atlanta. Um, wasn't able to stay healthy in San Francisco, and he's probably not going to be able to stay healthy here either. And he he just, he just he was given that starting opportunity and just never seized it, N- never had it firmly controlled. And... Well, so here so here in 2019, right? He was with San Francisco, and he finished uh, at 114 points. Um, and that, and he started 11 games. Uh, so what's that per game, uh, per game. Let me see. Uh, 11 games, 140, about, about uh, 114, about, about 10. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, I don't want that on my team. Uh, let's see the year before that, 2018, he was at 161. So he was at 10 points a game. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. whenever he had his best season, he was, he was a flex play at best. Yeah. These players mean nothing to me. I mean, this whole backfield means nothing. Well, okay. Yeah. I, mean, that's, I mean, that's fair. That's if, fair. if you're hurting for running back depth and you need to take a shot, maybe some guys get hurt. Michael Carter. Michael Carter has. Yeah. I'm has dropping like the, him. He has the I don't know what the name recognition or the 
the depth chart. He's, he's a draft, the, yeah. But yeah, drafted, I mean, so. yeah, I drafted higher. But yeah, I think Ty Johnson's the guy to own there. Um, Kevin Coleman, he's not going to be the lead back for much longer. I, I, it's going to be one of these rookie guys. So I, I, none of these names mean anything to me as far well, as fantasy yeah. goes. And again, I mean, just the point of that, pointing that out and everything is I think I think there may be, I, again, like I said, with me, there is uh, a name recognition there. And I think maybe maybe some people might go out there and try to pick him up and think, oh, hey, Tevin Coleman, I'm going to plug him in here and maybe he'll do good right but if, in this case if they do they just have not. member berries yeah yeah exactly. i mean there's probably teams that have to i mean i feel like i say his guys mean nothing to me but if you're in a 16 team league and you're starting these guys like analysis wise i mean yeah like tevin coleman is the guy to own right now he's gonna he's getting the lead carries but you're never i mean you better be rostering at least one of these other backs because they're gonna replace him soon sooner rather than later you think um, you, think you need to be part. rostering them huh I might as well. My team is trash. So who knows? Take my dart, my dart, and throw it and see what happens. Yeah, once you once you kind of run out of running backs in a thin league, you just man. Sometimes you just have to spray and pray and just start picking them up. Yeah. Um, I'm looking at the defensive players right now, trying to see if there's anybody. Like C.J. Mosley is somebody that like he's a defensive player. Um, he didn't. Linebacker. He didn't do much. Yeah. He didn't do much, but his name, he's a name recognition, so I kind of want to point him out. Just somebody to keep He's one of the best linebackers in the league for, for yeah, a while. He's up there in age at this point, I believe. He's been in a league for a while. Um, yeah, I mean, I don't see anybody else in here that – I mean, again, like it depends on your roster. I mean, maybe we should go into – Look at this guy, John Franklin Myers. He had one sack, two QB hits, I think. Throw out into your, your options and what they're available to you. Yeah, that two QB hit number is something to keep an eye on if, if, if you have that stat available to you. Uh, we need to look on Sleeper if that's something that they, they have for... It's on uh, ESPN. But yes, it is also... You how many hits, huh? Okay. Because, um, yeah. I mean, that, that kind of translates to like a target almost to a wide receiver. Is like That's his opportunity to get a sack. If he, if he hit him and didn't get flagged, it was close. Mm-hmm. You just got to get need to get home next time. Um, all right, so move on to the Pats. Mac Jones, um, dude looks good. I mean, I don't think he's next Tom Brady, but again, I think he's young and he's he's only got he's only going to go up. And he kept it close in a in a matchup with the Miami. And the only reason they lost was Damian uh, Harris fumbles on the eight yard line. So I mean, like they they should have won that game, and it should have been the Patriots that that took that that win away. Should have been mm-hmm. a you know a Dolphins win that, right there. But like 20, 23 attempts, a hundred yards. Three targets. Oh, Damien Harris. Knew, I I knew I wanted Damien Harris, and I. He's making me up. feel making me feel a little bit better about trading AJ Brown for Ayuk and Harris. So I mean, like, yeah, biffed it on the uh, the Ayuk idea, but uh, Harris is making me feel a little bit better just because I have that running back depth now, and I didn't have very many running backs, and I did have Mostert on that team, so I mean, it just kind of hurt to lose mm-hmm. him, and now that I have to replace him, it, it does make me feel a little bit better. Um, but yeah, Mac Jones, I mean, he only had the one touchdown. He, uh, 39 attempts, 29 completions for 281 yards. I mean, it's not bad. It's, it's really not. Yeah. I mean, it's considering like who's on his team. I, <laughs> I, I watched him uh, get dismantled by this guy for a few years and, and he's a good quarterback in college. Uh, he, he seems like he knows what he's doing. He doesn't look like he's panicking out there or anything. Uh, right. too if this bad, is his floor, so. if this is floor, that's solid. Uh, 29 completions. I'm watching yeah. update the doc right now, and for whatever reason, he has James White bold, highlighted, underlined, exclamation point. He loves him. <laughs> let's, let's, talk, let's, let's, go, let's go back in the time capsule and uh, talk about that trade, too. Yeah, so why is that important <laughs> to you? Explain that to me. Uh, I mean, it was, uh, you know, it was a he one-off trade. Uh, Joey, yeah, Joey does not like whenever you do a one-for-one trade. You know, like if I trade a wide receiver for a running back or maybe a wide receiver for another wide receiver, because he thinks that's asinine that i think that other player is better so therefore i want him on a team which is absolutely correct which is why i initiate that trade (laughs) i I don't like wide receiver for wide receiver or running back for running back it makes no sense to me that you're just like hey yours is better than mine do you want to trade but yes go ahead because maybe they believe that what the other person sees yeah absolutely so anyways so i traded one year for james white and everyone made fun of me because I've always been the guy that everyone thinks that I don't know fantasy football. I don't know what I'm doing, which is true half of the time. But <laughs> for this just, year, you, pick, you take a lot of shots and they always work out. This year, I, I traded for James White, got him, put him in my flex. And I think he scored me 
well 12 points plus every game for the final. Yeah, it was Joey. It, who, who did it was you like trade? Who did you trade him? That I, was yeah, the I can't remember. It was Dalvin was, Cook. No, it wasn't. Shut up. That yes. was not it. Yes, he traded you down. So, he didn't trade me. No, that wasn't it. Was was it not Dalvin Cook? I, I almost <laughs> swear it was because as soon as it happened, I was like, oh my gosh. <laughs> that year, and it was like an Amari Cooper, somebody, some other running back that I traded for Dalvin Cook that season. We, you know, we will we will have to go back in the time capsule, and we'll have to take a look at this and see. Let's get so that right I mean, that was 2018. Yeah. So I did take Dalvin Cook in the second round, actually, in 2018. So. The reason I bring this up is because the yeah, uh, you were playing me that week, and I was like, Steven, go and trade for James White before he did it. And then he made the trade, and I was like, Steven, you should start James White. And then he started him. I was like, what an idiot. I got him. <laughs> and then, and then Tom Brady just peppers him with targets. He gets like two touchdowns. And I seriously watched my week crumble because of one player that I taunted my opponent into getting. And Steven just sat there and like, grinned at me and I just wanted to kill him. So. <laughs> you going to go way back in the time capsule when, when Steven screwed me over with the trade? No. Because of name, name recognition? This is the first year he was in the league, so probably like, what, 2015, something like that. I drafted Steve Smith, and he was having a great year. Steven drafted Larry Fitzgerald, who was not having such a good year. Probably his only down year ever. And I was like, oh, what an, what an idiot he offered me that trade. Of course I'm going to do it. And I don't think I ever started Larry Fitzgerald, and, and uh, Steve Smith just worked, worked wonders for Steven. So <laughs> he, he looks at the numbers and not the name, and that's really important to managing your team because you could have a whole, whole bunch of studs that just didn't pan out this year. But if you're, if, if, you're, if, you're looking at, if you're looking at the same thing that the TV's showing you, you can, you can pull, some, pull some wool over people's eyes by just looking at the numbers, man. I Can you hear me? Now, yeah. Okay, cool. Just making sure. Um, yeah. Um, so moving on, man. Let's go to Damian Harris. Like, a, dude, twenty-three attempts. That right there. That number alone should just be. You should be gushing over that. Hundred yards. He had three oh, targets wow. for uh, two receptions for only one yard. The fumble kind of hurt, and I, there was little reports afterwards that he was in the doghouse afterwards, um, and that it might affect his game for this next uh, this next game. Which kind of sucks. Ramondre Stevenson fumbled as well. I, I, it's not I like don't. He's going to come up there and take his job for fumbling. So it was like an immediate reaction where they were like, "All right, he's in the doghouse. This is going to hurt his dra- mm-hmm. or his uh, his time in the next game." And then after you know, of course, now it's like it's Wednesday. Um, they're saying that he's going to be like it's not going to hinder him at all. He's you know doing well in practice, learning from his mistakes. Who knows? Damian Harris is the guy though. Twenty three attempts, man. That's just nuts. You want every bit of that, especially in an offense that you expect to put up at least some points. But they're not the the Patriots of old, but they're going to put up points. So uh, I'm I'm pretty excited to have him on my team. Hey, Stephen, will you look up how much how many yards Nelson Aguilar had last season? So Nelson Aguilar uh, in two, 2020, how many yards? Yeah, he had 896 yards. Okay, I thought I heard something today that he like was some sort of league leader, and I was like, there's no way that's correct. And I, I'm glad I asked you to check it before I said anything. Um, but yeah, uh, Jacoby Myers, nine targets. He out-targeted Nelson Aguilar. Everybody's been saying that's, you know, that's your free number one if you want to go pick him up off waivers. Uh, Jacoby Myers, is, he's pretty good, man. He yeah, he's rostered our league. Aguilar did. Is he? Okay. Yeah, for sure. We, well, we have, a, we have a very deep, deep league, so. Yeah, it's frustrating because I went looking for him. Um, yeah, but yeah, Nelson Aguilar, um, he had the TD, so that, that helped him, helped us that line. And not that he did bad, but yeah, definitely made him look a lot better. I mean, dude, this, this offense is another one that we talked about yesterday. Like people that I kind of like overlook just because, I mean, these names, Nelson Aguilar, he's not a name that you've really wanted to draft in the past. Jacoby Myers knew, obviously, I mean, like he's not somebody that you're looking to go and target. These are people that I overlooked in the draft. Now I'm kind of like, man, why didn't I just take like? Aguilar's always like a plug and play guy. They didn't go super late in the draft though, so I mean, it wasn't why, like it wasn't, it wasn't like yeah, it cost me a whole lot. Yeah, Most I mean, exactly. These guys going, yeah, yeah, yeah. It didn't cost me a lot. You know what I mean? Like, why didn't I bother? I don't know, man. This is just things that I'm learning about myself that I need to be better about. <laughs> um, I think this is going to really improve our like just looking at stats is going to improve our our next seasons. Uh, 
What, what do you think about the tight end situation? Um, I think it's what, you, it's what you feared, pretty much. Yeah, I mean, you kind of hoped that Hunter Henry, he was coming into this offense, and you thought Hunter Henry of old, man, remember that, and Philip Rivers. Or Johnny Smith. I mean, both of them. They're they're both studs, but John who's not. I don't know why. I've just never. You're better at the tight ends, then. I'll just give you that. But like, I, John who Smith wasn't really a name that I super paid attention he to. But Hunter year. Henry, he dude, he was a monster back then, way back when. He, and, he always hurt, but yeah. I'm sorry, I keep interrupting. Go ahead. No, you're fine. I, I, Hunter Henry, yeah, you, he he was good in, when he was healthy, and you kind of hope that he comes onto this team and makes team. that. Yeah, makes those touchdowns and he makes that makes his presence known. I mean, and he only had what I think. Looking at the, he had three targets, three, targets. three receptions for thirty-one yards. So, eh, yeah, whatever. Is John? Do you think John is like the between the twenties guy, or do you think they're 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 both going to be used red as I, red zone targets? And I don't, I don't know, man. Maybe I, this is something. To, if I'm uh, oh. if I'm calling if I'm calling my shot, I mean like I'm I'm avoiding these tight ends. There's no re- there's better tight ends out yeah. there. I mean, we're in a 12 team league. You only need to roster one, a roster for maybe more, two. Yeah, a more defined and, role. Yeah, and these are these are tight ends that I'm not worried about. You know, I'm not even looking at. Yeah, yeah. I I, I think it's a shame because if they were on different teams, they'd they'd be they'd be solid solid tight ends. So. I know we're it's already. It's good to create a little scarcity whenever you invest high in the draft. It's it's good to get scarce later on. So good. No, good. There's a. Um, we we only got through one game of upcoming games. I mean, like, do you want to just call it here at an hour? Or yeah, do you I just, we gotta we gotta wrap it up. Nobody's gonna listen to this thing for for much longer. So. Okay, well, let's go ahead. <laughs> we'll, we'll we'll call it quits. I know we only got through one game, but we're we're trying our our new goal for the. I mean, like, we're trying to take this seriously. So we're, our new goal is going to be three podcasts a week. We're hoping that our schedule is going to be Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. Um, and so we're, we're, we're going to get like a schedule set down where we break down the games uh, that happened. We're going to look at the pro- the games that are happening or going to Maybe happen. Tuesday, and- Wednesday, Friday, so we can have reactions from the Thursday night game. Yeah, I mean, that works too. Something like that. Uh, we'll, we'll figure it out, but we're going to get more organized with this as, as time goes on, and we're going to be able to cover more information. I feel like we're still – you know, lot, we're, we're taking way too long on certain teams that, you know, I mean, like we talked about the Giants and Washington football team for 30, 35 minutes and we didn't need to. <laughs> it didn't, it shouldn't have taken us <laughs> well, that that's long. The, that's the big game that's coming up. We need, you, that's the one you got to prepare for if you're going to make fantasy moves. Right. You got to right. do it now or you're not going to do it. So I, I think we, we spent the proper amount of time on there. Okay. And, uh, yeah. Yeah. We, we, we talk a lot about players that everybody already knows. Like, oh, yeah, Tyreek Hill. He's one of those, uh, one of those ones you want on your team. He's, Are you going to start it? Good. Have you? <laughs> yeah, we, we can we can start glossing over some very obvious points uh, sure. as we get better at this. But okay, uh, well, yeah, you want to touch on their defense at all? Or I, I mean, let's see. Let's look at our stat lines here. You know what? You know what? No. You know what's crazy? Is, so like defense. Uh, the Patriots were known for their defense, you know, back when, way back when, and it was never, I think it's always been this way where they never really had IDP players. I mean, there was a, who was it that got traded to the Browns? God, he was one of my favorites, a linebacker. And, oh, yeah, Jamie uh, Collins. Jamie motherfucking Collins, dude. He was such a beast. <laughs> he was so good. Um, but you know he was really one of the there? Few... Who? Chandler Jones. Hey, Chandler, yeah. how many yeah. sacks are you getting this year? <laughs> Yeah, um, but I mean, looking at the defense now, I mean, like, there's not there's not a whole lot that I would really like want to highlight over again. Like, it just depends on your 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 league, your IDP league. We could go they into these guys. NFL. They have good NFL defensive players, not good fantasy players. Well, the thing with like we talked about snap count and why I think it's so important is because Patriots were so good about that, where they would mm-hmm. cycle in these players and they were all equivalent caliber guys. Same thing and... they do with running backs. Yeah, I mean, they would just they would put people in in different plays and different situations, you know, like whatever. I don't know the uh, Pat Patricia when he or Patricia Pat Patricia. The hell's his name? Matt Matt Patricia. Matt Patricia when he was there, <laughs> he was calling all these defensive schemes and he was drawing up all these plays, but it wasn't always the same guys in there, so it was really hard to pick an IDP guy that you wanted. Uh, well, that was why they, I think that's why they let Jamie Collins go. He he asked for more money. He was like, nope, see ya. Oh, Get dude, I was so happy for the guy. Yeah. I was so happy for the guy when he got to the Browns and got paid. He didn't do a whole yeah. lot there, but <laughs> he got paid. So good for him. I mean, he deserved it after that long. Dude's still there. 
Um, but yeah, I mean, like Kyle Van Noy, he's the other name that's been there forever. I mean, like he's, mm-hmm. I would imagine he's a captain at this point, but not a whole lot. I mean, like he, he had the, let's say one pass defended, one QB hit, one sack, two solo tackles. So, I mean, not bad. Big playability, but you're not, is you're not he, throwing him in. Is he, uh, lined up at D line in our, in ESPN or is he linebacker only? I wonder. I was confused by this too because on the doc it shows that he's a linebacker, but I remember him being a defensive end for a while. Am I am I mistaken? Yeah. Hmm. No, give me a second. Uh, yeah, so it looks like in the ESPN league, it looks like uh, he does have the D E N L B. Um, okay. Tags. Okay. Yeah. okay. Tags. Yeah. I mean, he's an outside, outside linebacker then. Yeah. Yeah. Makes sense. I mean, because I, I just remember him being a strictly defensive end for a little longest time. And he's, he's been in here for a while. He's been a Patriot. For I do. A while. I do love that they changed that to where you could put like Von Miller in it at defensive end instead of linebacker and just hope he gets <laughs> the linebacker. I, I was pretty, well, that, that was Chandler Jones used to be the same way. They had him as outside linebacker. Then by game two for two years in a row, they'd switch him back to defensive end. And you'd have to pick him up after game two. Mm-hmm. But, Anyways, we've gotten long and long-winded here. We need to wrap this up and and let's let's see everybody back on on Friday after the game. We'll have discussion of how the Thursday night football game was and reactions to it. Talk to you guys cool. later. Cheers, Thanks guys. For tuning in.